This is The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. <laughs> I feel like a mermaid and everybody else is like dog swimming, you know what I mean? So I'll be feeling like I'm just fluent out there. So I think it's the rain. I feel like SpongeBob. Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. D. Jones, I got my main man, the ghost, with me. We got Ants one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. It's episode five of season 14. We flying through this one. Ghost, tell them what we cooking up this week. We got Ryan Townley in the building. Big week, big episode, as per usual. You know how we do. Uh, homie be three flipping bar hops, so you know it's serious in Studio E this week. And we taking y'all straight to the post office. And wrapping it up in the rundown with maybe a little Nick Katz, Kyle Lowry, welcome to Miami vibes. You know what I'm saying? Guaranteed to be some mediocre sports takes in in the rundown. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Bun Live. Subscribe to us on YouTube at the Bun Live, and then head over to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheBunt, and then. Over at thebunlive.com, we might have some new gear popping up in the next few weeks, man. I know we say this all the time, but I think we're speaking facts now, bro. I'm pretty sure it's facts because there's some boxes in my living room. Uh, <laughs> soon to be boxes in your cribs. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. I fucking like that. You know what time it is. Go shout out of the week. What you got for me? Go shout out of the week. Brought to you by ParadeWorld.com. It's been raining product in Studio E. We just got Dono a fresh hockey toque. You already know he looking crispy. Thank you to So Hip here in Toronto for that one. And your boy finally got himself a clean Carhartt backpack from NJ Skate Shop. What are y'all waiting for, man? Hit up ParadeWorld.com, bridging people and brands through creative connections. You diggy? Uh, I'm gonna go with a little Bunt alumni, the good homie, Jesse Alba. Making it pop in them streets with his boy, Mango. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't know Mango got down like that, dog. Back 180, nose grinding round rails and shit. Hitting like Heathker chart rails and varial healing sets. Um, And then, of course, Jesse be getting loose in the streets doing his thing. Uh, It was an enjoyable three minutes and 42 seconds or so. Dude, if I had a crystal ball over here inside studio, he would be telling me that Mango's going to be up in here one day soon, man. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think we got to get him on, dog. I didn't know he was getting down like that. <laughs> it's about that time, Mango. Let's get it. So like we said, we've got none other than Ryan Townley in the building. Welcome skateboards, Converse shoes. The man's an artist in his own right, on the board and off the board. You got anything left to say? Just that I just smashed some Maker Pizza. How about you? Oh, buds, you can order online using their app. Available on iOS or Android, or you can head in store downtown Queen and Spadina, uptown Avenue Road in Lawrence, east side Gerard and Carla, 
I guess I missed out on the pizza because the ghost belly's already full, man. What'd you have? Oh, you know I had to keep it classic with a Dr. Pepperoni. Oh. Got a little margarita and, of course, a Frank's Best. You know what I'm saying? Full as uh, hell right now. Damn, this guy went with the three stack, man. Maker Pizza, Maddie Madison. Tell him what you get when you order Maker. This is literally the best pizza in the world. All right, Ghost, let's get into the interview. All right, y'all, we got Ryan motherfucking Townley in the building. <laughs> What's cracking, dog? Yo, man, how are you guys doing? We chilling, man. Fucking hot as hell. Me and the ghosts are leaking sweat, but we ready for a big-time interview here, man. There we go. There we go. It's hot here, too. You're the first guest who's had to see us with our shirts off right off the bat, man. Apologize. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little while to get into it. Yeah. So, you know how we get this shit started. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Favorite sports moment? I mean, I'm not the biggest sports fan, but... Uh, I was like a kid and my uncle and his homies took me to the Staples Center to see the Kings play. So that was, yeah, that was like my first introduction to like going to like a sports event, you know? How old were you? I was young. I don't even know. I was like eight years old or something. So are we talking Wayne Gretzky? Shit. I I mean, again, I I don't even know sports that much. I just remember going there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, my favorite skate moment, I would have to say probably the fetish premiere for the welcome video. That was uh, pretty epic to like, I don't know, just as a kid, you're always thinking how cool it would be to like be in a video at a premiere at a theater and uh, all my friends and loved ones were there. So it was a pretty surreal moment. That's big time. Video premieres, man. That's what it's all about. Or at least it used to be. I know, right? It's like, it's kind of sad. So take us back to the beginning. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating? Uh, I grew up in Anaheim, California. So kind of like Orange County zone. I got into skating through my dad. He, he was always like a skater and doing stuff like riding bikes and shit like that. So he got me aboard when I was like super young. But I would say like when I actually got into skating, like buying like a shorty's backpack and stuff, I was like nine years old, you know, <laughs> that's like when I was like into it. But yeah, he was like fully he could do Andorex and stuff. He would take me to the van skate park like it, it was rad, man. It was really cool. Damn, that's like a hand plant Andrex or whatever. Yeah. So you go up. Like, if you're regular, you would grab, like, melon, and your right hand would be down, you know? That's crazy. So you were pulling yeah. up to the park, learning to skate, and your dad was shredding. Yeah, he was ripping. Yeah. Dude, and then he, he always, like, he always built us ramps, too, like, our in our front yard. Like, at one point, we had, like, a quarter pipe with a four-stair with, like, two little hubbas on it and shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and he he would come he would come out and like flex for my friends. Like he could ride bikes too. He would do like tail whips on like on the ramp. Dude, it was insane. That's so beast. Yeah, it was sick. At what point did you get better than your dad, man? Uh, well, actually, he was outside trying to flex for my friends, doing a tail whip on a bike, and he broke his collarbone. Oh, and, like <laughs> my homies were like laughing. I was like crying. I was like, my dad's fucked up. Oh. Like, you know. Like, oh like freaking out and like i think he kind of 
he kind of hung it up. He was like, I'm yeah, getting like kind of old, you know? <laughs> ultimate humbling moment with Pops. Yeah, right? Yeah. He had to call my mom to, like, come home from lunch and, like, pick him up. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, though. We, we like, uh, we, we hit the same 15 stair. <laughs> what? One of your homies told me about that, uh, Kevin, but like he did it on the bike and you did it on your board. What happened there? Yeah. Yeah. He would always like talk about this 15 series. Like I bunny hopped that 15. He had like a photo <laughs> of it and I was like, no way. And then when I started kind of like, I don't know, like hitting handrails, I like, there was a kink on it and I cut the kink off and like board slid it and like showed my dad the footage. <laughs> and like, he was like all stoked. That's Dude. sick. That's fucking yeah. insane. <laughs> Your bunny hop of 15 is fucking gnar, man. Your dad's crazy. Yeah, and it it kind of has like a curb too, so you kind of it's like a 15 flat. <laughs> I, would always, I would just be worried about my ass getting like pounded by the seat on that. <laughs> that impact, yeah. You need a gel yeah. seat, see? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's Damn. he's a he's a gnarly dude. <laughs> Holy fuck! So, what was your first big break in the skate industry? First bit, probably, again, like, I think, like, the welcome video, you know? Like, I kind of had stuff come out before that. I was on that company, uh, ripping it before that, and, uh, I had, like, a Thrasher part come out, but I was still kind of, like, flow for brands, and then once Fetish came out, that was kind of, like, when the brands that I was riding for at the time, like, I was going on trips with, like, NHS companies, and, like, I left Huff Flow, and, like, Cons kind of started like rocking with me you know That's and um yeah and i kind of have to thank like andrew matthias from the skate shop terrace because he was kind of always looking out for me getting like my name like into like the company's doors and stuff so yeah got mad love for that dude so what's up man welcome richie doing it big <laughs> <laughs> yep what did it mean to you to get on liberty board shop Dude, that was, that was a big deal. That was kind of always like the holy grail, you know? Like, that was like the shop you were kind of intimidated to walk into because it was like all the pros were there and like, it was like James Craig and Danny Garcia and like, even though Austin's like around my same age, he was like fucked up good at that point and sponsored and like going to bar. <laughs> yeah, you know? So like, yeah, I think once I started, I don't know, getting a little older and like kind of filming getting on them was like oh sick i like i made it you know like yeah. I'm, I'm on i'm on like the shop <laughs> so yeah it meant a lot that's what's up man i think everybody can uh can relate to that that's always the first sponsor you want to get is the solid skate shop in whatever hometown you're from man yeah right for sure especially one like that like you know all the pros were there and everything most of them don't have the local legend pros though that's like yeah another level well, they all got local legends yeah but they local legends be danny garcia and james craig yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> they're gonna be warren ungin and simon disher for our, <laughs> yeah it was, it was sick so how did you end up getting hooked up with the welcome squad how'd that come about so i was riding for black label at the time and got yeah got much love for lucero um yeah but so and then so once Liberty went under, Terrace opened up Andrew Matthias's shop, and uh, he was just—I think he was just kind of like keeping an ear out. And Welcome, Jason from Welcome hit uh, Andrew up and was just asking like if he had anyone in mind, like who would be down to ride for the brand. 
So they reached out to me and I was just like kind of getting flow. And when I met up with them, <laughs> I might have like jumped the gun. Like I was a little too excited because I was like stoked on welcome at the time. But like I hit up Lucera already and kind of was just like, dude, like I think I got to like leave. <laughs> so when I met up with Jason, I was just like, yeah, dude, like I, I left label. <laughs> like, oh, you know, kind of like. <laughs> you're, you're all fucking ready, dog. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Might have jumped the gun a little bit, but it worked out, so that's cool. That's fire, man. He was probably like, damn, this guy's for real. You're on for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty stoked to hear that, so yeah, it was cool. That's sick. <laughs> that's dope. Um, well, we all got connected through our good homie, who was your team manager for quite some time, the legend, <laughs> Richie Valdez. Oh, yeah. Here's your opportunity to give us a little story, maybe throw him under the bus if you want. Uh, give the people a Richie Valdez tale. <laughs> oh man, I love Richie. R- Richie's he's a great dude. Uh, he, he loves to get trippy, you know. Like I, I guess. <laughs> well, one funny thing is, like I think he was like hitting up Rob Collins over at Converse once, and they were like talking about. I think it was like the pro party, like or something. So they were trying to kind of just like figure something out. And after Rob was just like, oh, I'll, like, fly down and we'll, like, throw a party, whatever. And uh, Richie just, like, wrote him another email and was just like, yo, man, uh, do you like witch house music? I make this kind of music while I'm, like, uh, taking DMT and, like, like, like all this shit. And and Rob Rob has, like, a really dry sense of humor and just wrote back, like, no. Oh, shit. Wow. So... Yeah, that that was a pretty funny story. Yeah. <laughs> he got a little too comfy on that professional tip. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. He's fucking amazing. He's I love that dude. He rips too. The dude's like he, that dude could be on a company he's, if you want to. <laughs> he's skating a lot more than some people. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. He we would go out on sessions like when he was TM and like he'd just be like, "Hey, yo, can you film me?" And like we'd like be stuck. <laughs> filming him for like an hour or something he was the filmer for a while too right yeah yeah he was filming i was kind of always i have like my homie uh trevor owens who i like film with a lot but like yeah like if richie was free or whatever he would like film you know Mm -hmm. film some of the people but a lot of the welcome teams kind of spread out too so it's kind of hard to like have like one one filmer yeah you know So who was more successful on the El Rancho 19 rail, you or David Loy? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. David we need, Loy we need for some sure. backstory because we don't even know what that is, man. Dude, uh, it's it's that, um, it's this 19 stair in Baker 3. I think it's Baker 3, right? Like when Herman, like opening trick, tries to boardside that rail and like fucking, he like rolls into the dirt oh, yeah. and he like gets up all quick side? and he's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that school was right up the street from me, and that was the middle school I went to. There, there's like a ton of spots there. Like I don't know, a bunch of videos. Like, and it's like in that's life and all kinds of shit. But there's this 19 stair, and after Baker three came out, no one had hit that rail. I think so. It was like, oh shit! Like if you do that trick, then like you're pro or something. You know, <laughs> you get no uh, Baker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just, like, little kid stuff. And uh, I actually didn't know that David Loy skated it until after I got broke on it. But I was just talking about it. I was like, I'm going to go there and, like, lip slide it. And then I had this homie who, like, there was no way he was going to do it. But he was saying he was going to ollie it. So it was like, 
he's gonna ollie it and i'm gonna lip slide it or something so <laughs> we get there and it's super steep and i think i was just like afraid and went way too fast so i like gapped like halfway down Oof. trying to lip slide it got into it and there was like dirt on the floor and i just kind of like slipped out and like sat on my leg and like broke my leg it wasn't oh, like what the fuck yeah it was fucked you up it broke your leg? yeah like fully ah. broke my leg <laughs> and it, yeah it was just like stupid kid stuff where it was like i didn't even like check the landing you know like i could have like gone down there and like swept it up or something Dude, you were but... about to get on baker if you land you didn't have time yeah exactly I, I was hyped up so <laughs> yeah broke my leg had to have oh. my mom come pick me up <laughs> dude yeah. mom's picking up the townlies all over the place eh? yeah she is <laughs> she is for sure picking up my dad picking me up <laughs> oh. yeah yeah so and then I think it was like a trans world or something came out of like David Lloyd Smith grinding it. And I was just like, fuck, man, he got there. He did it. <laughs> and oh, Richie filmed man. that clip. Damn, he filmed man. it. He filmed him like 50 it and Smith grind it. So your homie who hooked up that question was just throwing you under the bus 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, th I think a lot of my homies probably were throwing me under the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big shouts out to your homie Kevin came through with... Uh... All oh, yeah. sorts of information. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He was he was hyped. He was hyped up. <laughs> I feel like this is DJ Khaled's quote when I when I got obsessed with that quote. He's like, It's a cold world, bundle up. Even when it's hot, it's freezing. And right now <laughs> it's so hot, but that story was cold as fuck. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. cold, Kev. Kev, Damn. dog. Yeah. You ain't serious. Yeah, I got smoked. <laughs> it's funny because I always well, not always, but if if Davis knows someone, I always ask him, like, yo, give me a story or a question, and he is, uh, no offense, Davis, but you're terrible with it. You never have, like, good stories or questions. <laughs> but this time, he just gave me a contact to Kevin, and Kevin's yeah. he's a fucking gold mine for information. <laughs> this is nonstop. He hooked you up. Yeah, yeah, so Davis came through this time. <laughs> That's what's up. Another comparison question. Who locked Crook on Wilshire 15 better, you or TK? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. That was that was like another time of just like trying to get on Baker, you know? I was just like... Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you're trying to... Oh, nah, yeah, like we would take the train out to uh, L.A. We would just like have like 20 bucks, jump on the train from Fullerton, go out to L.A., go to, the, you know, go to the classic spots. And... Uh, I don't. E I don't even know if I knew that TK. I think it was kind of like before Baker three, and I was just doing crooks a bunch. Go to crooked grind it. Terrible, like full, like balanced back nose grind. Oh. You know, like wh wh when you're a kid, like you don't understand that there's like ways to lock in. Yeah. yeah like I would just be like, you gotta go fast push your nose down and like mm -hmm. just do it yeah. <laughs> so we yeah we went out there and my buddy who was like filming it at the time had bolt cutters because there was a lock on it so we like cut the lock i still have like a chain link from like the lock oh, and uh yeah just balanced nose grinded it and it was funny because i went back with a friend who shot photos and i locked into a crook and i was like oh it's the photo chill and he's like you gotta land it 
you know, like for me to like show you the photo. So I tried to land it and then I got smoked. I like broke my ribs trying oh, to like pose oh. a photo for him. But <laughs> These two stories, Kev, man. I, I know. It's just you know, oh, stories about oh. me getting broke. But then I remember when, when Baker 3 came out, TK crooked it and I was like, oh, well, I, I did that. Like, yeah, why aren't I'm people on. calling me? Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why, why am I not getting phone calls? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yo i remember that mindset yeah. too like i never had it where i was like oh i should be on because i did something but it was, i remember watching sponsor me's like our our buddy colin passy who you might have seen a sponsor me when you were a kid it was that like viral one that was like named all the big videos at the time it was, <laughs> it was like zero dying to live flip really sorry on like yeah Kazi, yeah, yeah. wire and Kazaya. Yeah. yeah yeah anyways i just remember like studying that and being like okay if i can like front board like a six stair and like do all like just, yeah like, calculating the stairs and like tricks on everything and then you try to make your own sponsor me i know as if there's so like naive. a checklist you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i did it i did a pretty terrible i'll send you guys the link it's somewhere on the internet it's on youtube somewhere oh, i'm trying to see that <laughs> oh, back i gotta see guy, that man yeah cold candy yeah. style i know it might be more impressive that way yeah, you know way sicker <laughs> so at least six maybe 12 we heard you had a coca-cola problem back in the 2000s man how bad was it it, w- it was about there yeah i was drinking like six six to 12 cokes a day just like wouldn't even drink water it was just like yeah throwing back the coats that's probably why i was getting so broke off when i was a kid my, my bones were just getting like eroded by oh. sugar <laughs> yeah, yeah. C- cut back on the cokes dude it's crazy how that's like common it's not like super uncommon for people to be addicted to fucking soda oh f- dude for sure my dad like just now cut it out he was like the same way and started getting like kidney stones i'm like yeah dude you're in your like 50s and you're drinking this much soda like you gotta like chill dude i remember when when wade would used used to come and stay with us in toronto he would wake up in the middle of the night and instead of like and go take a piss and instead of like getting the water he'd crack a coke (laughs) when he's like sleepwalking to the washroom this guy's fucking twisted whatever man yeah yeah, that's how it was. I was like eating a bowl of cereal while like drinking a Coca Cola. Oh, <laughs> so how did you stop? How did you just sort of like fuck it? I'm done. Give me water. Shit. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I was probably like in high school or something, and like had a girlfriend at the time who was like vegan. And she's like, "Yo, there what the go. fuck? You, this is crazy." You know? <laughs> Took you to Whole Foods, and you're like, right. "Yeah, yeah, you know, cut it out." Is that quote from something? I feel like it's ringing a bell. What's That's that from? A- Alex Chalmers quote. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, and I remember when that came out too. I was like, "Dude, Alex Chalmers throwing back these codes. Look at him, man." <laughs> Ma- maybe I was like, "Shit, maybe I'll get on flip now." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a uh, horrible yeah. influence. Yeah. But that quote was Yeah, right. Jokes. That's exactly how Kevin wrote it to me, man. He's like yeah. it was about <laughs> you and you and Chalmers, man. Yeah, exactly. So this might have been somewhat coke fueled, but definitely alcohol fueled. Uh what's the story of you blacking out and maybe pissing in your girlfriend's suitcase? Oh my god. Yeah, that was my last birthday. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. <laughs> so, 
it was during COVID and my birthday was coming up and I was just like, look, let's do this responsible. We'll like all get COVID tests and like rent this like insane place. So I found this place in Palm Springs and it was pretty psycho. It had like a tennis court, like two pools. Like it was like, it was like a, like a Migos house or something. Like it was ridiculous, (laughs) you know? It was like two and a half acres. Yeah, so I had like, I don't know, 17 of my homies out there. So we were just like, yeah, we we were raging. And um, yeah, man, (laughs) my girlfriend went to bed early. And then I like get in bed with her. I'm passed out. I don't know where I am. And just pee straight into her her, uh, suitcase. And she wakes up just like what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, kind of, like, pushing, oh, like, yeah. get, what are you doing? Like, get the fuck in the bathroom, like, all this stuff. And I'm all delirious, so I'm, like, in the bathroom just, like, dude, like, why is she, like, so mad? <laughs> like, what? You know, like, you know? Yeah. Oh. like, all, like, fucked up, and then, yeah. She was really cool about it, though. The next day, she was, just, like, I went to the store, like, got, so, there was a washer and dryer there, so I, like, okay. oh, washed yeah, yeah, her clothes. Like, <laughs> I hope yeah. it was a she, she was cool about it. Two tennis, it's crazy, but it's yeah. like not the most uncommon thing. I swear, everyone has a homie who, when he gets too oh, drunk, sure. just pisses somewhere he shouldn't, man. Dude, I actually have this homie. I'm not going to put him on blast, but... I'll put him on blast. That's why we're here. <laughs> they, they were on this skate trip, and homie's a photographer, and the VX was charging in the corner, and oh. they were like mid-trip pissed in the camp in the vx bag vx oh, just done that's a bad one, that's yeah. A bad one. Maybe yeah. One. yeah yeah that was a bad one damn yeah but yep so that's that's me pissing in my girlfriend's uh suitcase that's pretty far man. I don't blame <laughs> that was recent too eh? <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah that that Probably was that was week. like <laughs> yeah that was like six months ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> COVID, you guys did it right. You were safe. You had to yeah. have a time, man. Fuck it. Yeah. Maybe that's why I had no warm up, you know? That was like first party back, just yeah. blowing it. <laughs> Despite the disruptions caused by COVID 19 and the fact that Skate Pal have had to pause all their international volunteer programs. They have been very encouraged that the skate parks in Palestine have been very well used over the past 18 months, and we love to hear it. This message was provided to you by CHPO. If you want to support SkatePal, you can visit their website, skatepal.co.uk, or purchase their watch from chpobrand.com. 100% of the profits will be donated. CHPO Brand, doing it for the people. So, Ryan, man, why Brea Skate Park? Man, that's like the closest skate park to Anaheim. Um, Well, at the time. Now now there's like a park like right where I grew up, which is kind of a bummer. You know, (laughs) you're older and then they build like a brand new skate park. But yeah, yeah, Brea was the closest one. It was right next to Liberty Board Shop. So, yeah, we would just always go there. And then it got to the point where like homies would be like, yo, let's go to the skate park. I'm like, nah, dude, just... We're going to Bray Park. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like the only one. But um, yeah, it's just one of those ones that was kind of built kind of terrible. But if you grew up skating it, you like loved it, you know, mm-hmm. like companies would come and do demos and like 
would just like complain about the park and like just couldn't <laughs> even skate it but like everyone who skated it like just loved the shit out of it you see them get out of the van and look at the park like fuck here we go man. oh yeah they were yeah bummed <laughs> <laughs> name three uh bria legends who aren't james craig danny garcia and austin gillette maybe this Ooh. is your friends trying to get a shout out i don't know yeah yeah right uh there's this dude sean farron he was like at liberty board shop um this other dude ben palsred he was just like this corky dude that would he could just like skate the weirdest shit there um yeah the third one i'll just say like Kevin Shapiro. Yeah, oh, he wanted it. Yeah, he he just, just shout, shout, yeah, shout the homie out. Fucking right. Yeah, but he was waiting for that. Yeah, Kev, he gave it yeah, to right? you, man. That's the homie. So you've had a wild history with Rip and Dip, as have a lot of people, obviously, and the owner. Yeah. From what we've heard, tell us the story of the fifty-fifty ad. Oh man. Dude, these are all like stories that I just get broke off in. (laughs) So there's like this 15 stair. It's like at a cop station, like down the street from Brea Park. And there was like this weird crack in the wall, like where, you know, like a wall rail. So you're like axles are like running across. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I got to get there and like bondo the crack. So then it would be like smooth. And when I was bondoming it, like someone came out and was just like asking me what I was doing. And I just like was like, oh, nothing like ran off, you know, whatever. Came back the next day and I was stressing because someone already came out the day before. So I like barely waxed the wall and I 50 50 to the bottom. And I'm just like, OK, sick. Like this is going to go down, you know, get back up, like fully stand up 50 50 and my axle just like sticks into the wall you know just like jump all the way to the bottom break my collarbone (laughs) (laughs) and then went straight to the hospital and they were just like yo like you got to go in surgery right now like we can't send you home like it's about to come out like threw me in surgery got a plate with like eight screws in it and then um papke Alex Papke, like, I've grown up, like, shooting photos with that dude. Not grown up, but, like, you know, we've both been, like, coming up, like, skating and him shooting photos. He was kind of, like, hurting at the time for money, so he's just like, dude, I gotta, like, I gotta get an ad, you know? I gotta get, like, money. So he sends that photo in. I didn't land it, and it got ran, so... Kind of a bummer that it got ran, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's happened before, but, yeah, that sucked. Bro, what's oh. Kevin's deal, man? Is this guy like worship? Like, <laughs> Satan I don't or think something? Kevin. I think that one's from Richie. Maybe I don't know. What, oh fuck, yeah, man, how? Yeah, Guys, you've been shit. You've this been fucking yeah. lots of injuries, eh? Uh, yeah, dude. This whole podcast is just yeah, just me getting broke. Fuck, we gotta turn this around. We need more of the glory. <laughs> so. You still fucking with Rip and Dip or was popping? I don't there? think anybody fucks with Rip and Dip, Ghost. <laughs> nah, man. I literally like. I would be dumbfounded to find one person. Yeah, nah. Okay, he, I'm nah, still asking. That, you know, I'm trying to see what's good, man. That dude's done a lot of fucked up shit, and like he also like he said like fucked up shit even to me, and I was just like, I'm off it, <laughs> you know. Damn, tripping. I ain't rocking with it at all. 
have you have you been to the homies mansion in the hills or anything nah that was like yeah that was after now he's just like in his villain house (laughs) 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 must be lonely at the top yeah yeah right lots of friends down here at the bottom for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah So, Ryan, yo, your crouch, man, it's unmistakable, but it's something I've noticed that has progressed over time as you've gotten older. When did you start really getting down there, and how's it been working out for you, bro? You get that extra pop? (laughs) Yeah, I don't even, like, think of it, you know? Like, that's just, like, the way that I skate. I'm just, like, I remember there was, like, kind of, I don't know, early parts, like, when I was, like, filming, I was just, like, all self-conscious, like, fuck, man, I'd, like, really be, like, <laughs> sitting down when I'm skating, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, I, it's, like, uh, I don't think that, like, I don't know that I'm doing it, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, like, the way that I skate, I guess, but, um, yeah, maybe it helps you get a little higher. <laughs> well, it looks like it's helping you, man. Jeez. I'd yeah. say it's working out, that bar hop you three flipped was crazy. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. That one, yeah. I was like, oh, here we go, kick flip or backside flip, and then you three flipped it. I was like, oh hell nah, bro. <laughs> that was a that was a miserable session too. That was like three days back, like back to Whoa. back to back. <laughs> uh, worth it. That was yeah. crazy. I had to. I watched that a couple Dude. times and paused it. Yeah. Thanks, man. You yeah. out here working for those clips though, eh? Blue collar style. Oh yeah, definitely blue collar, man. <laughs> I heard there's a. A crazy story behind the wall ride hippie jump one. That one was like days, eh? Yeah, that one was like five days. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty miserable. Like, it it was more just like, um, I don't know, just like a luck thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, usually when you're doing a trick, you're like, okay, I need to like commit or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I just kept like throwing shit out there and just like hoping it would just like be under my feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that's kind of... That's kind of my skating, though. I'm fucking I'm out there for days and hours on end. <laughs> hey, hats off to you, man. Appreciate the yes, uh, the workhorses out there. Speaking of board slides, who started doing the board slide yankovers first, you or Ducky? Oh man, dude. Yeah, it's funny because like there was like a quote in Thrasher, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I like. I went back to, like, the first time he did one and, like, was posting, like, the date of when he, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, just to, like, kind of roast it, you know, because he, like, threw it out in Thrasher and, like, Ducky, like, we go on trips and shit, like, whatever, Um, but, yeah, I was just, like, I'm gonna roast this dude back, so I, like, went back through all his footage and, like, found the first time he did it and then, like, posted his clip and then posted my clip and, like, zoomed in on, like, the date. (laughs) (laughs) So you were first, man. He took it from you. Yeah, man, I was first. Fucking right, man. Set the record straight. (laughs) I'm here for that petty shit, man. I would do the exact same thing. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It's fun. Let the truth be told, man. You know we got to go behind the scenes on a couple of our favorite clips. Tell us about the session on that insane ollie off the roof to frontside wall ride. Dude, so that thing is at USC... And my buddy, Kevin, who's been giving you all these stories, uh, his like uh, arch- architecture class was right above that. And he oh, would boy. send me photos all the time. And he was just like, dude, like this can go down, you know? Oh. And uh, so 
I was there for his graduation and like looked at it and I was just like, did I need to like get up there and like actually look at it? You know, like so mm-hmm. after he graduates, we like went back, stood on top of there and there's like no run up, you know, it's like a weird like corner hit. You have to like right when you throw down Ollie and it's kind of like a stretch to it. And so I went there and I think I just like jumped off the roof like with Kevin, like just like kind of kicked my board out. And I was just like, dude, this is kind of like insane (laughs) and then (laughs) for masquerade that part that i put out like after i went pro i was thinking about going there for like a last trick and i don't know i just was like too spooked (laughs) then the layers part i was like kind of getting to the end of that and we were finishing my interview for Thrasher, so I hit up Burnett and was just like, if I have someone there to, like, you know, that I can't, like, blow it yeah, with, yeah, yeah. maybe it will, like, force me to do it. So he shows up with, like, Mason, and it's, like, Burnett, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, yeah. all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I gotta do it. And it actually, like, went down pretty quick. It was more just, like, a mental battle, you know? Commitment oh, thing. Epic one. I yeah. Like the backstory on that one. It's sick you've persevered yeah. after all that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Another one we want to go behind the scenes on. Tell us about your insane board slide at the end of your layers part down the double kink of pain. <laughs> yeah, so, th- so that one's like right off Rowena. It's like in the middle of Silver Lake. And I would just like always drive by it. There's like this restaurant right across the street me and my girl would always eat at. And yeah i don't think anyone skated it there's a gate in front of it too and kind of like a crazy crack and it also like ends at like it's a 10 flat 10 but then the second 10 it like ends at the fifth stair but the kink is like pretty mellow it's like kind of like a swoop you know instead of like a direct like kink so same thing it was kind of like end of i don't know just like video part trying to figure out like last trick and uh we were out in la with rhino and rhino's just like the gnarliest dude so he's just like dude i'll come back and like cut the gate open we'll like bondo it and like if you want to do it let's do it and i'm just like fuck okay like i guess like you know let's do this so he drives up from san diego and we meet up with like a bunch of homies because it's in like a super busy street so i had uh i call kevin again like yo can you uh come watch the street for me (laughs) he like drives up from orange county but then like we also had like 10 homies on the sesh and kevin was kind of broke off at the time so he was just like dude why'd you even like hit me up you know (laughs) like you had like more than enough people to watch the street and uh we get there bondo it cut the gate i'm like getting to the bottom but i think i'm gonna like clip the stairs you know because you can't really like pop out of a board slide so mm-hmm. ryan lee was with us he had like a sign and i was just like dude maybe i need to like put something there to like land into you know because i was just afraid of like hitting the last step and just like yeah. plowing into the floor so he puts a curb ramp down a board slide it barely even like touched the curb ramp you know because you're going so fast and like rhino and everyone's just like dude you gotta like do it again like i don't know <laughs> like this like that thing's kind of like and i get it it's like dude that's kind of like a whack look you know that thing's like mm-hmm. in the way or just like there yeah so then we take it out and then this the lady who works at the school she kicked us out like the day before when we were just like looking at it and she comes up and she's just like 
I respect your like persistence, like coming here, like your persistence would change the world. There's <laughs> like she was saying something like she she was all hyped. So I was just like, please, like I have all like my homies out here, like we're filming this, shooting a photo, like just give me like one more try and like we'll get out of here, you know? And then got it and yeah, it was chill. We took off I, I bought like a fake link too because we cut the chain so i had like one of those links where you can like screw it and i had it on oh, the gate oh, so she was sick so she was kind of confused like did they like right. cut the chain open or like what is this deal and i was oh, like oh it was kind of just like screwed like this you know like and she was just like oh all right oh, like whatever <laughs> yeah genius dude rhino the legend man he is dude yo didn't he have this sick ass uh, Instagram clip of him throwing a lawnmower around a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He just he like tagged it like fuck Home Depot. They like <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Like I think it was like a warranty thing, you know? Yes. Like I think the <laughs> I think it like got fucked up and he tried bringing it back and they were just like didn't take it. I'm making an Instagram <laughs> clip out of this shit. Yeah, just focused it. Dude, redoing something that scary for like something like I get it, but that's just when your mind starts thinking of all the oh, worst for sure. Scenarios. I mean, the, oh, no, the you, whole time safer, you yeah. would tell someone to redo that too. <laughs> you would, you would be the guy. People go to you for the like for the truth, man. When people for the like, approval, yeah, yeah. People go to the safer to be like, dude, do I have to do that again? And you're brutally honest. I know, but sometimes it's not when it's like death defying. Like that board slide is like, I'm like, yo, let's just get out of here. Like, fuck, trying to try that ever again. Yeah, but I appreciated it, you know, because another thing too, like, especially for the photo, like, I think Rhino was just like, dude, like, I don't know, there's like this fucking thing right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, I mean, it took me, like, years to even try. Like, I would drive by. It was one of those things. You would drive by to the grocery store, like, every yeah. day. Like, damn, dude, that'd be sick, you know? Like, if that, like, worked out or whatever. So, yeah, it's I'm hyped. Sick conquering <laughs> those ones, man. That kind of torture you for years. Yeah. yeah, it was a good feeling. I walk by it, like, still, so I'm just like, fuck yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> no ramp, motherfucker. No ramp yeah. either. Yeah, right. That's sick. So how'd you get into making the collage art and evolving that into the epoxy resin stuff you're doing now? Oh, yeah. Um, It was actually, like, pretty recently, like, during COVID, because, like, I've always kind of been, like, doing, like, art stuff, like, drawing or doing collages, and I guess I just kind of wanted to make it more of, like, an actual, like, piece, you know, instead Mm -hmm. of just, like, paper collages. And I've been seeing, like, people kind of, like, incorporate resin with just different things, like, with uh, tables or just, like, other ways of making stuff. So um, I was just like, shit, maybe I can, like, layer, like, the paper within the resin to give it kind of, like, a depth and everything. So just trial trial and error, kind of, you know, like, COVID hit, and I was just like, dude, I'm, like, losing my mind, need to, like, figure something out. And I was just, yeah. I was doing it in our apartment my girl and I were in like a studio at the time and then I started kind of tripping like the more I was doing I was like dude this is fucked we're like living in this studio and like I'm like doing this on boxy resin stuff and we ended up moving during COVID so now I have like a garage with like made it a little studio That's wear crazy. a respirator in there so like I don't like you know you ain't breathing <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I'm stoked it's been it's been going which is cool people seem hyped on it so mm-hmm. 
your other homie and our homie too, Davis, like we talked about before, got himself into a little uh, carpentry during COVID as well. Yeah. Big shout out yeah. to Davis. But uh, you got a Davis story for us, man? Uh, it was something dirty on do. this guy, man. <laughs> He's too clean. Yeah, I don't know. We Yeah, we started hanging out during... Like, when I moved into this new place, that's when I actually met him. You know, like, I knew him through skateboarding, but not, like, really, like, hung out with him. So, probably, like, this past year, we started, like, really kicking it because he's, like, literally across the street from me. And, um, yeah, I don't know if I have a dirty story. We'll just, like, drink beers and hang out in his, like, yard and, like, make shit. (laughs) Fucking argue about shit. Yeah. Yeah, he does, man. Yeah, he definitely you does. You pick one side, no matter what side it is, he's taking the other. <laughs> and he'll fucking go you all night. Yeah, yeah. I kind of appreciate that, though, you know? Like, yeah, you kind of need that. Yeah, the only He'd thing is... on first take. Yeah, when me and him get into it, it's fucking 10 o'clock your time, 1 a.m. my time, so I got to give up on these arguments because I got to go to fucking bed. And he's still fucking yeah, right? ripping away at me. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, Minnesota you got... You... Wild. Yeah, you guys are all jocks into the sports, so I'm Big sure he's jocks. going off about it. <laughs> Big jock vibes in those combos. Sure. Yeah, that's sick. I, w- I wish I knew more about sports hanging out with Davis. He's always like, you know, on his yeah. Sundays, he's no, just hanging everything off. up. You're better off not talking to him about sports. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, man. Oh, yeah. So what's next for Ryan Townley, man? wrapping up another part uh oh. like uh, another like oh, video yeah so like welcomes doing another video i think and uh i don't know how they're like i think it will be a full length but at the same time it's just like i don't know those 10 15 minute videos that everyone's doing right. you know like if people have footage they have footage if people have parts they got parts um so yeah working on that and then working on like a interview for solo skate mag oh, so sick. Yeah, that comes out in like September. So you stay busy. Yeah, eh? yeah, just keep it going, trying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> try to keep it moving. Yes, sir. You got a switch tray in there for your boy or what? Oh man, yeah. Like that. It's funny because I'm terrible at switch, but the one of the switch tricks I got is a switch tray. So oh, let's go. Yeah, that's yeah. Perfect I, timing. I, yeah, I need I need to find like a small flat gap or something. <laughs> <laughs> the other day i was trying them down chevy chase's little like double set i was almost getting them (laughs) yeah yo 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 it's rapid fire with the ghost and this week we brought to you by none other than thunder trucks we talking shane o'neill's new pro lights coming in all sizes the best sizes 147 148 149 for eights all the way up to 8.6s. They've got those extra light forged base plates, premium grade hollow kingpins, polished hangers, and minimal graphics. Just the way Shane, Dono, and myself like them. You dig? Tell your local shops they need these trucks ASAP because Shane's working on a new part and you know what that means. Bangers! If you're in the Calgary area, make sure you stop by nine times to say what up to Kevin, Jeff, and the crew. They've got you covered on all your thunder needs. You know what I'm saying? A little rapid fire with the ghosts. Don't be scared. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. Favorite skater? Kurt Chart. 
Ooh. Favorite video. Baker three. Favorite video part. I grew up on Spanky's part and this is skateboarding. So Ooh. yeah. Yeah, watch that one on repeat. Favorite style. I don't know. Kerchart, Dylan, Danny Garcia. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Mm, probably Kerchart or, or Arto. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Grant Taylor and Ashad. Yeah. Seeing them in person is pretty, like, mind-blowing, you know? <laughs> Favorite trick? Three flip or when you get, like, a banging kick flip. You know, those ones that just, like, suck straight up to your feet. You're like, You got a good one? You got a good kick flip? (laughs) I mean, it depends on the day. Sometimes I got terrible ones. But, you know, like, when you just, like, do those ones that are, like, A good one? I don't know. I don't know that. I've never had that in my life. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) I see people do them, and I'm like, damn, that looks nice. (laughs) Hardest trick for you? Nolly back heel. I suck at that trick. Most illegal trick? Dolphin flip. <laughs> For sure. Yep. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? That kick for front wall ride. That was like a lot. Yeah, I was I was real <laughs> hyped when I got that one. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. That's fucking beast things. What's the worst trend you've ever been a part of? <laughs> Probably ripping it. <laughs> oh! oh, oh. <laughs> yeah gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed dude we were on a in uh indie australia trip in and when we were in sydney we went to this like rail that was in this park everyone was skating it and then there was this rail that was like not even skatable and uh it was like a it was like a flat 16 flat 10 with like two fences on the side so you had to like keyhole it you know and it was into a grass field so they like put wood down and that dude kevin that dude kevin bacal grinded it and it was like that was like death defying i mean you're hitting a rail like that and trying to go in between like two like metal fences like it was pretty that that was pretty crazy to see go down fucking land on the plywood (laughs) yeah right yeah it was wild what's the one trick that got away when I was doing or trying to kick for front wall ride, there was one in Long Beach. You know that like OG spot, <clears throat> Guy Mariano like rail, that little like eight stair or whatever, and it's like knobbed. And then it was like a wall rail for a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? It was like at the courthouse. But there was like a wall rail that everyone would skate, and I was doing kick flip front wall ride on that. So it was like over a handrail, like onto oh, a wall, sick. and like stuck a couple. But then ended up doing the kick for front wall ride. And I don't know if I can claim it, but I tried to fakey tray a bar hop. <laughs> but yeah, maybe maybe try to go back one day. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That'd be crazy. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? Probably my homie on that 19 stair who said he was going to ollie it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that dude like ollied like an eight stair before that. So. <laughs> yeah, wow. like, yeah. That's fire. Yeah. Big I, would, I, would, I would say that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just cruising that's a for a bruising, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? The other day I learned... Uh, I mean, all the kids got them, but front feeble, front shove, you know, like oh, on a flat sick. bar. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It does seem everyone can do that now, but I remember when we were younger, that was like a rare ass trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I just, I would always do the front blunt one, and then, I don't know, I've been doing front feebles a lot, and I was like, fuck it, I'll try to do this one. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. yeah. Dream job after skating. Something with, like, buying assets and making money off of it, like, you know, like, That's buying proper. houses and, I, I don't know, ma- making money that's, like, like an income just coming in every month, doing something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. That sit-back, relaxed lifestyle. I could get down <laughs> yeah. with that. Favorite local brand? My buddy Mirko does this brand called General Mission. They make like nice clothes. And uh, also that brand Lady White, uh, Taylor Caruso is like, yeah, they uh, kill it. he's like a part of. Yeah. So probably those brands. Just like Sick. basics that are like good fitting. Nice. Favorite local skater? He's not local because he's from Vegas, but he's out in LA now. Nick Michael. I'm a big Nick Michael fan. That dude's oh. pretty amazing. Yeah, he's crazy. Vans home. Yeah. Yeah, he can he can do anything. It's pretty wild seeing him skate in person too. Mm-hmm. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Rip and dip. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Well yeah, the sick rip and dip yeah. part though. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, I mean that was like my first part, which is got it, it's funny to be like, fuck, you hate the brand that like your first part comes out with. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite teammate ever. Uh, he's not much of a teammate cause like, I don't know, he, but he works at Converse, but we go on like trips and skate together. So Rob Collins or, uh, yeah. Or D Vargs. Worst teammate ever. Dude, I was trying to think of that one. I don't, I don't think I could, I don't think I could throw, I don't really have a worst teammate, but yeah, sorry. Sorry. No gunshots on that one. All good. All good. Maybe I'll just throw D Vargs back under the bus of when, <laughs> when we're go, trying to go, go eat. Go. Yeah. yeah. He, he likes like 7 Eleven pizza and like that's it. So it's hard to go eat. <laughs> oh, can't have that's that. Valid. Man. Can't have that. Worst company. I already said it. Rip and dip. <laughs> just go back to it. That's easy. <laughs> Worst trend. Dude, probably like all that slow mo shit when they're like to like some terrible song and then you like swipe to the next slide and they're like flexing in front of a mirror or like a car that they don't own, you know? Like there's like all these like like Instagram kids that do that. Yeah. That or like I don't know. It's pretty degrading when people like film themselves give a homeless person food. You know? Oh, that's oh, such yeah. a weird yeah. flex. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you see that, you see people like post that and it's like, I don't know, bums me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a weird yeah. one. Worst style? Mm, I feel like you guys like make people sign a disclaimer to say like Clive or Clint or something. I mean, I don't really know them. <laughs> but no, I would okay. say like... I feel like lately everyone has just said Jeff Wansong and I'm like, can we just leave the kid alone, man? No, that's oh, really, man. That like the first couple years. He's been left alone except for one uh, random one. Dude, that's uh, it's funny. I was like maybe going to say, like, dude, I feel bad. Yeah, that one's pretty <laughs> bad. You know? Like that one. Yeah, or, or like it's that. It's bad, yeah, know, for the, sure, but... Or there's like a group of those kids, like I don't know that Burberry Airy or like I don't know. Like, How is he so good at skiing? Yeah, he actually is good. It's he is. Up. Yeah, I know. He'll have some like crazy shoes on, do something. But I mean that that's a style. So if you're saying like worst style, <laughs> yeah, I'd say him for sure. Yeah, what's yeah. his name? 
uh, what is it like Burberry Airy or I don't yeah that's his yeah, Instagram I think it's that I don't know if he has yeah. a name yeah <laughs> nobody knows it if he does and finally last person you want on the sesh man probably anyone is at like a skate park who's like screaming and freaking out like anyone who does that would probably be very terrible on an actual session <laughs> like a board breaker yeah or just like i don't know you say you, you'll go to the skate yeah you'll go to the skate park and like kids are just stressing on like filming like an instagram clip and they're like yelling and focusing their board <laughs> a- a- anyone like that yeah that that would probably be pretty harsh to like actually be on the session with them you know someone in particular nah i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i see them i i don't know their names but you see them they out there man (laughs) fucking yeah just quit throwing your boards around man yeah right all right y'all that's gonna wrap up our interview with mr townley man thank you so much for doing this with us brother yeah thank you guys big fan stoked to be on here hell yeah bro right back at you thank you Welcome to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Dickey Skateboarding. Quality workwear since 1922. From the work site to the streets, ain't nobody keep you fitted like Dickey Skateboarding. Our ghost, who we got up first? You've got mail. First up, we got my main man, Scott Cartinger. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Cartagener? <laughs> Cartagainer. Cardigainer. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna keep butchering that forever until you drop a voice note or something and say it yourself. Dude, one time times he in sent a row. in how to pronounce it. <clears throat> I know, but you think I remember that? That was like two years ago. Hey guys, where will they go? Where do you want to see them go? Ben Simmons. Oh, he's mixing up skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that's basketball. Ben well, Simmons. There's three of us in here, yo. Tell the people Richie's in here and then we'll each oh, yeah. do one. We got. We got our good homie who we actually just met through Instagram like first year doing the pod. He's been listening since day one and now he's a, a OG homie, OG bunt homie mm-hmm. in Toronto kicking it with us. And uh, he's bored enough to do the post office with us. <laughs> All right. So where, where will they go? Where do you want to see them go? Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm sure Richie knows exactly where he's going. Cyrus Bennett and Max Palmer. Donald Sparkett. All right, I'll take Ben Simmons. Easy one. I'm going to go with the Golden State Warriors, man. Send him down there. Big body. You can help him. Yeah, if he goes down there, do they keep Draymond? That's the big question. Uh, if they can even come up with a trade package. Or I saw some rumors of him getting swapped for Kyrie Irving, which would actually be insane. And could be good for both teams. Word. Especially if he's vaxxed, because Jalen Rose had some like breaking news. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, broken on, uh, on Jalen and Jacoby, but he's saying that in New York, to play for the Knicks or Nets, like to get into those stadiums, fans and players have to be vaxxed. And he hasn't like said who, but we know like he's hinted at who. Uh-oh. Apparently, apparently, KD and Kyrie are not down with the vax. 
and so they might not even be able to play home games. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens between now and uh, the season starting in a month. Uh, anyways, right, I like your Ben Simmons call. Uh, I'll go with Cyrus Bennett, mm. and I'm going to say he goes to whatever brand those boys start. And where do I want to see him go? To whatever brand he starts. That's terrible, man. Give us that, something. What we he you told us they want to start some shit. Okay, but well, that, that that's what I mean. Pick an existing company. Oh wait, hold on. Nick's saying they did start something. What, yeah, it's called it Limousine, called? isn't it? Yeah. It's a board brand. Okay. I don't know if that's that. public knowledge yet, though. Is that public knowledge, Nick? You think so? Well, I me and know, Nick like, have heard of it, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, where's Cyrus Bennett going? <laughs> Word on the street is <laughs> he's hopping in a limo. You dig? Where do I want to see him go? Anywhere in that limo. Richie, that leaves you with Max Palmer. What are you saying? Should be the same answer. Probably going to Dark Star. Oh, now we're talking. Probably. Where do you want to see him go? For sure, Dark Star. Nice. We know Cyrus uh, has some sort of small love affair with Darkstar, so maybe he could hook it up. Yeah, he's about that life. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Eli Katz. Would you rather have the style of eyeshot wear, but with the Rodney Mullen bag of tricks, or go clubbing for a night with Mickey Papa and Manchild? This is directed at you, probably, Ghost. Yo, Eli... I don't know like how much you know about Rodney Mullen, but that I'm sorry to, to shit on you, but that was like the not a very good question. Rodney Mullen invented half of the flip tricks we know of in 2021 that exist. Uh, his bag of tricks is insane. Go watch all the Rodney Mullen versus Day One song videos again. He can do any trick he wants. So if you combine that bag of tricks with Ashad's skill and style, sorry, style, You've basically created like the best skater of all time. So it's a no brainer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he meant to say like I think he was trying Mullen to style. It, yeah. yeah. Like anyways, um the style of Ashad and the tricks of Mullen is a super skater, so I'll definitely take that over partying with Richie's old roommate Mickey Papa, which I just found out, and uh Manchild. All right, this next one's from Tiny Bird. Um, my dogs, can the people have your hot take on the Olympics? If Mickey Papa took a medal home for Canada, would you be more hyped or bummed? Also, can you think of anything worse than sacking a vertical rail on the world stage? Much love, Free Palestine. For sure, Free Palestine. Yeah. You know what? I didn't really care about which countries the medals were going to. I didn't have that, like, Canadian nationalism like pride thing going on it was more just about who who which skaters i like like i wanted yuto to get gold mm. hands down uh i don't think skaters are too like i don't know if we're like the most patriotic bunch of people i think we just fuck with who we fuck with mm. at least at least you know speaking for myself and uh like people i was watching the olympics with <clears throat> but so yeah, that being said, I probably would have been a little bummed if Mickey got gold or any medal. <laughs> like, yo, I wanted Yuto to win that shit straight up. Like, it just felt like watching Street League. I didn't care about like, oh, Canada's getting a medal. 
Um, I didn't think any of our skaters should have won, man. That was yeah. I felt bad for skaters. Berger. I felt bad for Berger though. He he definitely, you know, just didn't have his best day out there, and he was falling on like kickback lip every time, which is a trick he has on lock. Um, I would have been hyped if he placed, mm. but yeah, that's that's my thoughts. What what would you say is worse than sacking vertical on a rail? That was probably the worst thing that guy could have done. I don't know if there's much worse you could do. That was like instantly like skater viral. Everyone was texting that video around like immediately after it was gold. Mm -hmm. All in all, though, I liked the Olympics, man. It was sick to watch. Honestly, we all watched it, so obviously it wasn't that bad. Real shit. All right. Next up, we got an email from Andre Chambrezo. All right, then, Bunt and Bunt alum, let's throw the pot. What's the history on the baggy pant check? Not all those who adorn the bag and sag utilize the pant check, so thus I'm skeptical of its necessity. Is it an obsessive compulsive tick done by few in the mid-90s? Is there standing in its legitimacy? Does it ruin a line? For once it is seen, it cannot be unseen, and thus denotes a sprinkle of fake steez. Let's hear the critical take. I think it's definitely a compulsive tick. Like maybe occasionally you do it to like get your pants up like back behind your tongue of your shoes. But uh, it definitely just becomes like something that you have to do. I don't think I do it. Maybe I did back in the day. Uh, I don't really have a problem with it though. You don't think it's fake ste? I mean, it's definitely part of your ste. Like, yeah. I think like, I do do it. Oh really? I got. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, maybe with some pants, certainly. Like some pants just aren't as loose as others, so sometimes you just want to pull them up over your knee a little bit, maybe. Any thoughts, Richie? Do cautious. you do it? I don't. I don't think I wear pants baggy enough. I think. Uh, I feel like I've seen Felipe Gustavo do it when he wore like skinnier pants and like he would do it before like every trick I feel like. Uh, I think it's whatever. It's not that bad. You gotta get your shit right, you know? There you go. Rodrigo TX was doing it in the flip video all the time, but I've, all the people I'm picturing do it, like I'm a fan of, so I can't really hate on it too hard. All right, this next email is from Jetwork131. What's a brand that you loved that went out of business but doesn't need to make a comeback? For me, it would be Hubba Wheels. They had a sick team and teenage hormonal. Me, couldn't get enough of that ads. But at the end of the day, they had a good run. As a society of skaters, we've moved past using tits to lure in a fan base. Dude, have we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who y'all got? Fuck. Hmm. You want to go first, Dono? I'm trying to think. I mean, the first one that came to mind, but I don't even know if they're out of business. Remember Reef Shoes? It was pretty similar. Bunch of bikini babes. Um, I don't know if I ever saw a Reef Shoe in person, though. Okay, yeah, for me, Circa, for sure. They had a super good run, and um, they've came back a couple times, but I don't. I think they're definitely done. They don't need to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick videos, sick tours, sick squad. Definitely don't need to come back though. Oh, uh, New Deal skateboards. Oh, they had. Uh, I was a fan. Just well, when I started skating, I've said it before. Fabrizio was my first like favorite skater. 
I loved his part in the new New Deal video, and they just had like a sick little era. Ryan Johnson getting buck, Chad Barty. That was yeah, good times. New Deal, shout out. Seven year glitch, man. Yeah, that's the one. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up the post office for this week. Make sure to get your emails and voice notes into the Bunt Live at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Thanks, Richie. I hope you enjoyed your steam whistle and maker pizza. Welcome to the Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports, brought to you by the one and only Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner, the only bus. All right, and, and who the hell are you, dog? Who am I? It's me, Nick Katz, from the balmy coast of South Florida, Miami to be exact. Here in the icy, the icy north to talk shit about sports, specifically Florida sports. But why are you whispering, man? I don't know. Am I not talking loud enough? <laughs> like some weird Dos Equis guy accent going on. Okay. So... Yeah, we got Nick Katz in the building. It's his like third or fourth or fifth time. I think he's done sports before, maybe slipped in there for a rapid fire. Who knows? But he's an expert in all things Florida. So, Nick, man, yeah, last time we were talking about Kyle Lowry and his sad departure from TDOT, man. How happy are you guys to have him down there? Uh, absolutely ecstatic. We've been looking for a, a good, solid point guard for a while now. You know, we went to the finals two years ago in the bubble. Quite a fluke, if you ask me. <laughs> but uh, you know what? We were bubble built, and the Miami Heat did their thing. We won two games in the finals against the Lakers, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm sad to see Drogic go. I'm sad to see Precious go. But I think Kyle Lowry especially after we put him through the Miami Heat training program and he gets his new hot uh, beach bod, he, uh, he's definitely going to turn back the, the clock a little bit on his career and might, and might see you know, some all-star playing time once again and maybe even another trip to the NBA Finals. Mm, very nice. Well said, well said. You guys got yourself a pit bull and Kyle Lowry. Um... I just hold on. I just have one concern, Nick. The last like handful of years, I've just noticed that your main man, uh, Pat Riley, Riley, he likes to bring in old dudes, kind of at the end of their, like maybe even past their prime, uh, Igudala. Um, just a handful of dudes who he's grabbing these vets at the end of the line. Are you? Is there any concern that Lowry getting a three-year, ninety-million-dollar deal uh, is a little too much, too late? Well, I think the Miami Heat locker room, especially with the like uh, group of young guys that we got in the draft, um, Tyler Hero, um, Casey Akpala, and Bam Adebayo, you gotta have that kind of veteran leadership in the locker room to kind of transform those guys into the potential superstars that they can be. So I feel like Pat Riley, no matter what, um, he really knows how to put asses in the seats when it comes to the um, now FTX arena. So I, 
I think that there's a benefit to to veteran leadership. Iguodala was that the greatest pickup? I don't know, but uh, always having some extra three and D guys, I think, is especially ones that have championship pedigree, is always good to have in the locker room. So, ninety million, three years, especially with how salary caps are growing and all of that, I'm not too concerned. Um, I do think we have to get a little bit younger um, in certain positions. And was Kyle Lowry my first pick? <laughs> no. Don't disrespect our boy. Are you kidding no. me? Who was your but, first pick over Kyle Lowry? I mean, I mean, there was a lot of names floating around. Well, not in the free agency pool. What do you mean? Let's just he was number one. one by far Let's in free agents. Like, he's chose. probably going to say some. Yeah, he was going to say like someone who's already locked into a deal. Well, he was the hear, best free agent by far. Ka- Kawhi Leonard was out there. <laughs> still is out there. Technically, hasn't signed his contract. He's still a free agent. Oh, he did? I mean, that was obviously, uh, you know, that was a dude that we, well, the name was floating around. How we were going to make it work, I don't know. Hmm. Um... But I think we got a great asset for an aged out player and, you know, a guy that kind of, for all intents and purposes, has a bit of the same exact skill set as Bam Adebayo and Precious. So I think all in all, what Pat Riley was able to do, I think, was a slam dunk. He got a big name player to come from a championship team or you know albeit a few years ago but to come in and and ultimately make Miami better without having to give up great assets so shout out to the godfather mm. very well said. real talk way, way to put a bow on that uh Nick I've got another question for you um do the numbers 35-0 mean anything to you right now well as a Dolphins fan, we're very aware that disappointment is uh, all part of the gig. Uh, the Dolphins have not been shit since 1972 when they went undefeated in the only undefeated championship season in history. Uh, we're going to rock with that one until the day we die. But uh, yeah, the Dolphins are trash, but Tua is fire. And uh, I think there's a lot of upside with the Dolphins. Now, the big question is, is Deshaun Watson in our future? That is the question. That is the question. And, uh, you know, he's got a bit of a checkered present. (laughs) But uh, there's no... (laughs) There's uh, there's no better place to reinvent yourself than Miami, Florida. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we shall see. And maybe that's the type of shot in the arm the Dolphins need to, you know, get us to the next level. So would you take Deshaun over Tua in this present day? Well, you're talking about... Uh, You're going to have to give know. up Tua and probably at least three first-round picks. Are you willing to do that? No. What was it? It was like the original – what was the original deal? It was like 10 first-round picks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it worth it? I don't think so. Mm. Especially his off-the-field 
like drama surrounding him and if that continues is it the ultimate upside i don't know but i mean look great quarterbacks can can create championship teams so it it's it's up in the air for me mm-hmm. honestly i think the miami community is just used to losing at this point so uh you know we always hope we always get that we always get that first uh win of the season like last weekend and then uh <laughs> and then we get blown out by the bills so what are you gonna do i say you go for it man you bring in deshaun you ship out to a and however many first round picks it gets if deshaun gets to go on the field man it's worth it i think so too you got to I mean, like you said, what better place to go to? What looser place to go to where people, you know, uh, they'll they'll forgive a lot down in Miami for wins. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Deshaun needs a fresh start, clearly. Tua just dusted his ribs, too. Uh, definitely having trouble staying healthy. And, yo, honestly, Deshaun Watson with that defense, with some of those wide receivers... Oh. Kisicki gets his boy like, Fuller I, back. I think that, yeah, Fuller. Like, I think they just go straight into contention mode. Maybe not the first year, but like Deshaun's gonna be elite for the next decade. So, mm-hmm. if he can play, because no one even knows, yeah. it's a big if right now. But if he gets to go on the field, you give him whatever they want, man. Look, all I can say is, is if the Dolphins start winning. 11 is going to be popping more (laughs) than 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365. Shout out to the homies at 11. Yeah, I'm trying to come down to Miami in February, Deggy, and uh, just save me a a spot. Save me a spot at your table at 11. I'll be there with ones in hand. (laughs) All right, Nick. Thank you very much for stopping by the rundown, man. uh, You'll be back soon, right? Of course. Thank you, boys. See you in Miami. Hell yeah, Nick. All right, Ghost. Finish it up with a little fantasy talk. Last week, we did surprises and disappointments. Let's do it again this week. We're not talking teams, though. Let's go individual players, man. One of each. All right. I'm going to start on a positive note because it's... Because uh, why not? It was mostly a gloom day here in fantasy land for me. But... My lone shining star today was Mr. D. Henry himself. Welcome to the 2021 season. Last week, there was a lot of talk. Is is Henry done? Oh, I, you know, who was saying that? Bro, lots of people. Bro, I is don't that, know. Is I this just, a surprise Derrick Henry maybe went not. Off? It was just, you know, every year, not just with him, just the with any running back that gets crazy. Well, no, not only the overreaction, but even before the season started, like people trying to have the hot take of like, this is the year Derrick Henry falls off, like back to back years with like 400 touches or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like hearing that coming into the season and it's in the back of your mind as someone who drafted him. And then he kind of has a dud week one and um, the Titans were just kind of looking sus and they were looking sus for oh, yeah, most Brian of the game Tannehill. today. Nothing special. Yeah, but uh, 
Derrick Henry shut up the doubters today uh, with a special vintage Henry Day. 35 rush attempts for 182 yards, three rushing touchdowns all in the second half, and a shocking six receptions for 55 yards. The king lives on. A very reassuring performance, I would say. For sure. Um, surprise for me. Um, I'm stuck between two guys. And I'm just going to go with one. It's not very much of a surprise, but goddamn, Rob Gronkowski, he still got it, man. Is he the best red zone target in NFL history or what, man? Yeah, I think he caught his 102nd touchdown from Brady. The guy could not be stopped. Sure-handed as they come. Always had Tom Brady as his quarterback. That helps, but Rob Gronkowski still getting it done. Big time. Uh, That was... That was wild. That was like, are you fucking kidding me when he caught the second one? Uh, it was an acrobatic to dive, too. Throw out Mike Williams, man, who's been absolutely shredding it for two weeks. Potentially went undrafted in fantasy drafts. I got him in the last round and won. He's a free agent in some others. 12 targets, 8 receptions in the first game. 10 targets, 7. Both over 90 receiving yards in each and a touchdown. That's value, man. That Mike Williams, he's making it work. Yeah. I'm mad at myself. I was drafting him in every mock draft I was doing for a bit, and then I just kind of got off him for whatever reason. Like, the Mm -hmm. tide just turned in my head, and so I didn't get him in any leagues. Uh, Definitely regretting that now. But it's good to see because he's always had that, like, he'll show flashes and, like, get hurt or just be, like, super up and down, but... Mm -hmm. Herbert's brought that stability to the Chargers. Yep. And, and uh, he cl- he clearly likes his big target, Mike. Playing opposite Keenan Allen don't hurt either. Exactly. And a disappointment? Man, I hate to say this one. We both have them in different leagues. We both were super high on him coming in, uh, but the concern is now officially there. And I'm going to say Antonio Gibson. Uh, the talent's definitely there, but it's more the quarterback situation changing. Heineke's not really throwing to his running backs too much. JD McKissick's fucking stealing touchdowns, getting a lot of the receptions. Um, but like watching him run, he's still he's still beasting and like breaking tackles and looking good. But just too um, subpar you know fantasy weeks to spark the season like we drafted him pretty high so we're hoping for that bounce back next week man for me more or less it would be the jd mckissick factor antonio gibson's a wide receiver turn running back so the fact that he's not getting catches for some reason is a little odd because that's what he excels in originally i would have liked to see antonio gibson going around 20 carries a game you know, a couple targets, being in there and all the scoring plays, but just hasn't happened this year. And like you said, very, very concerning for us who put so much draft stock into him. Well, the, the other shitty thing is like they got Heineke now, which is a downgrade in our opinion. And so if they're already losing to teams like the Giants or no, sorry, they won. That was a wild game. But uh, just seeing them, like, if they're going to be chasing points all season and McKissick's the guy that's going to be in there, like, that's that's a big concern going forward. But um, hopefully next week he, he puts it to bed. But he's going against the Bills, so it's not going to be easy. For me, big disappointment. 
Last week, not so bad. Kept the game close in a 19-14 loss to Carolina. But he got absolutely stomped by the New England Patriots today. Zach Wilson, someone who was had his tires pumped by Tony Romo for quite some time this offseason. 200 pass yards, four you heard that right. Four interceptions, no touchdowns. Zach Wilson, man, extremely disappointing start to the season. Yeah, dude, today was tough to watch. He's just throwing picks left, right, and center, and like bad picks where it like looked like he was just actually trying to throw to the other team. Uh, it sucks because like I, I was kind of well. I mean, dude, it's week two. We're not expecting him to make the playoffs or anything. Yeah, so maybe hoping for a bigger second half. Like, as someone who drafted, like, some of their skills positions, um, I'm hoping the second half of the season uh, they can get on the same page. But I'm just looking at one of my teams, and I have Denver's defense next week against Zach Wilson. So hopefully uh, (laughs) we can get a couple pick sixes, eh? Hopefully the uh, trend continues. The thing for me is Sam Darnold, man, was absolutely chewed up and spit out by the fan base. They draft this new shiny Sack Wilson. Sam Darnold goes and finds a new home in Carolina, not exactly an A-plus team, and he's having a great success. You got this new shiny quarterback still there and playing for the Jets, and same old business, man. So maybe it isn't so much the, the quarterback as it is the coach. The franchise, the system they're playing there. Looks like Sam Darnold's going to have a hell of a year and Zach Wilson's going to be in for a long couple seasons, man. Yep. Best of luck, man. The Jets have been known to blow it, but uh, hopefully this is the start, the end of the dustiness oh. and uh, he's he's actually the start of like, you know, a new era over there of winning yeah i find that uh, hard to believe but good luck to you zach wilson (laughs) it's funny because in the keeper league i was targeting zach wilson and through two weeks i'm kind of happy i didn't get him and i got darnold Mm -hmm. all right y'all that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of the bunt season 14 episode 5 in the books big thanks to our guests richie valdez nick katz who knows who you're gonna find in uh next week's episode big shouts to townley to god and uh maker pizza <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying all right peace peace